Today's episode is sponsored by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BrainsOn. Just go to Indeed.com slash BrainsOn right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BrainsOn. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to Brains On. We're serious about being curious. Brains On is supported in part by a grant from the National Science Foundation. Okay, Sandin, are you ready to start this behind-the-scenes episode? Oh, yeah. Let me just mute for one second. Okay, Sandin, you're going to kick butt today. You're going to be charming. You're going to be funny and the best. Ready to do your vocal warm-ups? Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. You know you need unique New York. You know you need unique New York. Perfect. You are ready, Sandin. I can hear the fans now. Sandin, 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 we love you. You're the best one. You're our favorite. Yeah. Uh, Sandin, you didn't actually mute yourself. Yeah, we can all hear you. Uh, hitting mute for real this time. Phew, Sandin, that was embarrassing. They totally heard you. At least they can't see you because you're wearing your favorite unicorn onesie and performing to all your stuffed uh, animals Sandin, and... you actually didn't mute yourself. You turned on your video instead. Oh, dang. Uh, I need a distraction. Quick, play the theme! You're listening to Brains On for American Public Media. I'm Molly Bloom, and with me today are producers Manika Wilhelm, Sandon Totten, and Mark Sanchez. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thanks for joining me today. We are all together to help answer this question. Hi, my name is Zara from San Ramon, California. And my question is, how do you record episodes now? I ask this question because since COVID-19 is happening right now, the way you make episodes should be different because of COVID-19 safety. Thanks for thinking of us, Sara. I hope you're staying safe too. And yes, you are totally right. We are indeed making the show differently than we used to before the pandemic. And we wanted to acknowledge how living in the world right now is way different than a year ago. Yeah, the world is different in so many ways including here at Brains On. Just like many of you who might be going to school virtually, for nearly six months, we've been recording the show at home. We're doing our best to make it sound like the Brains On you know and love. And to do that, we've tackled some interesting challenges. So today, we're going behind the scenes and letting you in on how we've been making the show. We've learned a lot. Had some colossal failures. And major league laughs. So, actually, maybe not much has changed. Even though we're recording from home, we still want to sound like we normally do. We used to record in fancy recording studios that are soundproof. We had help from recording engineers, and they would help connect our studio to other studios all over the world so we could talk to scientists and co-hosts in different places. Being at home means we've got to make our homes a little more like those soundproof studios. We've got to make sure our furry friends are occupied. Here you go, Penelope. Something for you to chew on while I do the show. 
That way they won't bark during recordings. We've got to turn off fans and air conditioners. Tell our families. Hey, guys, I'm recording now. Thank you. Silence our phones and close the windows and doors. Once things are quiet, we'll move to a room without too much echo. Mark is our team's sound expert. So early on, he coached all of us on how to find a good place to record. Right. To find a good potential home studio space, try walking into different rooms in your house and clap a couple times. Some rooms will naturally have more echo than others. An echo is basically sound waves bouncing off the walls and back to your ears. Each time you clap, you create sound waves that travel out from your hands. If you were in a big open space like outdoors, those sound waves would keep moving away from the sound source, your hands. But since you're in a room, the sound wave travels out, then hits a wall and bounces back. The harder the surface, like tile in the kitchen or wood floors or a wall, the louder your original sound will be when it bounces back and echoes. And these sound waves don't just bounce once. They might hit one wall, then bounce over to another and another and another. And all of these bounces add up to more, more echo. So an ideal room is one without many hard surfaces. You want to look for rooms with things like curtains, carpet, beds, and pillows to help absorb those sound waves. And those will all help the sound waves not to bounce back as much. This room sounds pretty good. It has carpet and a couch with cushions, but it still has a few exposed walls and a window. And I just heard the air conditioning kick on, so I'm gonna have to go turn that off. Hi, Ella. All right, let me see this. Just. So to cut down on the echo even more, we can create a space using soft materials. A few pillows and blankets in this coat closet should do the trick. Now, I just need to turn on the light and voila, home studio. So Mark, Manika, Sandin, and I have all been recording at home and our co-hosts have too. We've been using Zoom and other internet connections to connect with scientists and kids all over the world. It's not the same as a studio, but we can still talk to them. We asked some of our co-hosts to share how they set up their space and what surprised them about being a Brains On co-host. You're listening to Brains On. I'm Brooklyn. I'm Tobias. And I'm Matea. And I'm Dominka. And I'm Lincoln. And I'm Violet. So, Brooklyn, a few months ago, you recorded an episode of Brains On. Where did you record it? I recorded it in the closet. Come on, let me show you. It's perfect because it has a lot of space, and it was just so helpful. I recorded Brains On in my bedroom. I had to plug in a big microphone into my computer, and then I had to build a pillow fort around my computer to muffle any unwanted sound. My name is Lakin from Miller, Missouri, and, well, we did go through a whole bunch of places, um, but we actually ended up at a friend's house. I recorded in my bunk bed. I surrounded it 
so much with blankets. There wasn't any hard space around. Hello, my name is Dominka. I co-hosted the episode, Why Kids Have More Energy Than Adults. I recorded Brains On while sitting on my bed so that I could have my computer, my microphone, and my script sitting around me. In order to make my bedroom amazing for recording, I put a sign that said, Don't come in, Brains On Recording in Progress, on my door. I also shoved some blankets under the door so no sounds from around my house would leak in. What surprised you most about taping an episode? How conversational it was. Like, it wasn't just me saying lines. It was us talking. The microphone was much more sensitive than I thought it would be, so I had to turn off the air conditioning and that got stuffy and basically anything that made any noise. I had to put a bunch of blankets and pillows around my computer to muffle the whirring sound in it. Well, I thought they just talked. I didn't know that I had a script or anything. When I did it, I saw a script. I saw it's so organized and it just blew my mind. Um, I also thought that Molly, Mark, and Sandin would be there. So I really had wished that we could go to like the studio so that I could see them. Also, it's super funny having to say, Mmm, Sandin, those breakfast tacos smell delicious, when you have no breakfast tacos and you can't even see Sandin. There was this one thing, it was called you're serious about being curious and I always wanted to do that part and when I did the podcast I was just so happy because I finally got to do it. How did you feel when you learned that you were going to be on Braids On? I went immediately to Mama's phone, interrogated her and, and, and looked the message up and down to know that it wasn't, that it was actually true. Well, I was sort of like yeah, right. Joke's over. Until I found out it was no joke and there was actually a letter from Molly Blue. <laughs> and then I partied. A big, huge thank you to all of our delightful co-hosts and their grown-ups. Without your help and troubleshooting and pillow fort building, we wouldn't have been able to keep making episodes. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Sandin, Mark, and Manica. Are you ready for today's mystery sound? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mystery sound. Here it is. I was kind of dancing at first. I totally thought it was nail clipping, but then I'm like, nobody clips their nails that rhythmically. <laughs> Maybe you don't. Unless it's a robot clipping their nails, and they're just super precise. Clip, 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 and then they're all done. It really sounds like the lighter on a stove when you're trying to light the stove, and it's trying, but it's not lighting. Very good guess. Yeah, I, I, I thought it sounded like that as well, but it sounded too slow. Mm, Usually those, those are yeah. like, click, 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 click. And it, it was very rhythmic, and then it kind of died at the end. Ooh. Yeah. Got slower. This is a puzzling one. All right. Well, we're going to listen to it again and give you another chance to guess a little bit later in the show. We've got an episode about siblings coming up. And we want to know how you feel about your sibling situation. Tell us about it at brainson.org slash contact. Your answer could be on the show. What's the best thing about your sibling status, Sandin? 
Uh, well, I'm in the middle, and I think that means I fly under the radar. You know, I don't. I'm not the oldest. I'm not the youngest. I just kind of, I can kind of watch, learn from the mistakes of others, and also, you know, I don't have to have all the focus to being the young one who's constantly everyone's cooing and fawning over. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like being invisible, which I think is good. <laughs> well, being invisible was never part of the equation for me because I'm an only child. But that's pretty cool too because it really taught me how to. Like make my own fun. I didn't have brothers or sisters to go outside and and play with or be inside and play with. So it gave me a chance to be, get really creative. So much so that I had a pretend friend named Pocho for many years. <laughs> Can we have Pocho on the show? Oh, he's here now. He's here now, my friend. <laughs> Say hello. Hi, Pocho. <laughs> I didn't hear him. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Manika, where do you fall in the sibling line? I'm the oldest, and I have one younger sister. And I think, you know, this is so corny, but the best thing about being the oldest is just that I like my younger sister so much. We get along. She's Aww. really funny. She's really tall. Everyone thinks she's older than me because she's five inches taller than I am, <laughs> and she has been since I was nine. So it's almost like I'm, like, secretly the oldest. <laughs> it's like you get the best of both. Yeah. Send us your answer at brainson.org slash contact. That's also where you can send questions, ideas, mystery sounds, or drawings. We read every single thing you send in. And we love it all. Here's one great question from a listener. Hi, Brainson. My name is Ellington. My question is, how do rocks form? We'll be back with an answer to that during our moment of um at the end of the show. And we'll read the most recent list of names to be added to the Brains Honor Roll. So keep listening. So keep listening. So keep listening. So keep listening. Keep listening. Also, our book is out and we are so excited to share it with you. It's called Brains On Presents It's Alive, From Neurons and Narwhals to the Fungus Among Us. As part of our book launch, we've had a couple virtual events and they've been so much fun. There's one more coming up on September 26th. You can find the details about that at brainson.org slash events. We've also loved seeing pictures of our amazing listeners with the book and hearing your reviews. If you have the book, we'd love to see you too. So take a picture and send it to us or post to social media and tag it hashtag brainsonbook. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org academy. This is Brains On. I'm Molly. I'm Mark. I'm Manika. I'm Sandin. And here is the mystery sound one more time. Oh, is it the pendulum of those steel mm. balls in a row? Yes, that is what I. That is what I'm thinking. It sounded like marbles. So yeah. those. Does it have a specific name, or is it a pendulum? It's called some, something, something's cradle, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah. Newton's cradle? Is it called, yeah, maybe it's called Newton's cradle. Very good guesses. Seems like there's a consensus. Let's hear the answer. 
My name's Elise. I'm 10 years old and I'm from Toronto, Ontario. That was the sound of my Newton's cradle. Nice. It has five balls. You put one up in the air, let go of it. They're attached to strings. So it clashes against the others and it makes that ticking sound. Nice work, everybody. Wow. Isn't that a great sound Elise sent to us? Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Really nice clicks. And it took three (laughs) three people to get the answer (laughs) right. Do you guys know why it's called a Newton's cradle? Um, Is it because the famous physicist Sir Isaac Newton came up with rules of momentum? Absolutely. And this is like a demonstration of that where for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So when the ball clicks at one spot, there's a ball that bounces in another spot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's the equal and opposite reaction one. I think it's the conservation of momentum and energy. Mm. So when you lift up one of the balls and it strikes the ball next to it, that force is transmitted through the other balls and it comes out the other end. So like each ball passes it to the ball next to it, and that's conservation of momentum. Right. So the energy just passes from ball to ball to ball to the last one, and it swings up, comes back down, and then sends them all back the other way. Exactly. Thanks for the sound. So to make a nice, crystal clear recording that can sound as good as it possibly can, we try to block out as many sounds from our house as possible. But to make cool sound effects, we actually go hunting for sounds. Yeah, like when Mark made a sandwich at the beginning of one of our episodes. Hey, Mark, making a little pre-show sandwich, I see. First, you take a slice of bread. Those sounds are recordings of my silverware drawer, mayonnaise from my own fridge, and an actual bag of bread. Yeah, in a different episode, maybe you remember when Sandin dumped a bunch of dirt on the floor so he could feel what it was like to be a plant. Hold your feet still while I pour some fresh dirt on them. Nice. And a sprinkle of water. There. I actually recorded myself dumping soil on the ground in my house. Then I cleaned it up, of course. And other times, we have to come up with a sound for something we can't record. Like for our episode on tiny robots, I needed the sound of a cockroach scuttling. And for a lot of things like this, we use sound effects from CDs or the internet, so usually I look there first. And when I was working on this, I actually did find a sound of real cockroaches. Are you guys ready? Yeah. It sounds like rain. I'm kind of soothed by it. It's hard to tell what it is. So it's just not the right sound. What I needed was a close-up sound of just one imaginary cockroach walking, and that's pretty different from what we just heard. So naturally, I headed to my pantry to record the sound of sprinkling things. I figured there must be something there that would make a good scuttle. And I tried dried chili peppers first. That was kind of close, but too swishy. So next I tried actually just my fingers, pattering my fingers in front of a microphone. And that was really close, but I wanted something a little more click-clacky too. So next up was trail mix. And 
and that sounded pretty scuttly to me. I liked both the pattering and the trail mix. So when I edited the sounds on my computer, I actually layered the sound of the trail mix on top of the sound of pattering my fingers to make the scuttle sound that you heard on the show. Our computers also make lots of sounds on the show possible, especially when we're making voices for characters. And here's a secret. Sometimes we record character parts ourselves and change the way our voices sound using software. Like, if I wanted to sound like a molecule, I might pitch up my voice so it sounds wee and tiny. Software can help make my voice sound low, too, so I sound like a giant. Has anyone seen the giant taco I brought for lunch? I think it's in this room. Oh, here it is. We even make voices sound like robots. Or like we're calling from an old telephone. Or even like we're giving a very important speech in front of a big group of people. Thank you. You're too kind. Those are some of the tricks we use to make the show sound better. Brains, brains, brains. We'll admit, this is not how we imagined we'd be making brains on. Yeah, for starters, I never thought I'd be working in a closet that smells like mothballs. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's more like old hiking boots. But making the show is still the highlight of our week. We love getting your questions, and we love when you send us ideas or drawings. Honestly, you all have made these strange times so much easier to deal with. Right. So thanks for sticking with us. We are super grateful to have you along for the ride. Yeah. And until next... Penelope. No, no, I can't play right now. We're in the middle of... Oh, another car without a muffler? Let me go close the window. Hold on one second. Mommy, can I have some orange juice? Lulu, hold on one second. I'm almost done. Oh, oh, BRB. I have to go let the repair person in. This is falling apart very quickly. Down, down. Uh, Mommy, are you done walking yet? Let yourself in. Uh, We need a distraction. Quick, play the theme. Even though we're at home, we're busy making stuff. We're working a little differently. But adapting is totally worth it. Because making stuff is fun. And maybe you can do some of these things at home, too. Recording around soft surfaces will cut down on echoes for super real sounds. But it's also fun to record wacky sounds for imaginary situations. Just remember to clean up if your imaginary sounds involve sprinkling things all over the table. That's it for this episode of Brains On. Brains On is produced by us. I'm Molly Bloom. I'm Sandin Totten. I'm Manika Wilhelm. And I'm Pocho's friend, Mark Sanchez. <laughs> special thanks to eric ringham john miller and all the humans animals and houseplants that share our home studios with us we had production help from christina lopez and engineering help from johnny vince evans and now before we go it's time for our moment of um 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 my question is, how do rocks form? I love that question. That means you're interested in rocks. <laughs> <laughs> 
my name is Mary Leach, and I study rocks for a living. Rocks are forming all the time. We just can't see that happening because it's taking place deep beneath our feet. There are three rock types, igneous, metamorphic, and sedimentary rocks. Igneous rocks come from melted rock. That's where they begin as molten rock, deep in Earth's crust, and they can either be erupted as lavas out of a volcano, or they might cool and crystallize deep in Earth's crust and become plutonic rocks. Metamorphic rocks are rocks that gets buried very deeply. They get squeezed together, deformed, and changed and transformed from their original rock type into a new kind of rock. And so a metamorphic rock is very different from the rock that it started out to be. Sedimentary rocks are made from different kinds of sediment like sand, mud, other rocks, and plants and animal remains. All of those get together. They're buried by more sands. They start to bond together and the temperature increases as it gets buried more and fluids, it might be the river water or groundwater, come through and help to cement it together. Rocks take millions of years to form because it takes a long time to bury those sediments deeply enough. And the other rocks like igneous rocks start deep in Earth's crust and they take a long time to get to Earth's surface. So those processes take millions of years. It's way beyond our lifetimes. Um, 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 I am ready to rock and read this list of names. It's the Brains Honor Roll. These are the incredible listeners who share their ideas, questions, mystery sounds, drawings, and high fives with us. Elle and Serafina from Salt Lake City, Utah, Jillian from Galesburg, Illinois, Vanuk from Oakville, Ontario, Autumn from Beaverton, Oregon, Sophie from Eugene, Oregon, Caden from Bangkok, Thailand, Nikki and Ario from Pasadena, California, Mason from Michigan, Elias from Harper's Ferry, West Virginia, Eddie from Rhode Island, Riley from Virginia Beach, Virginia, Reagan from Boise, Idaho, Sloan from Ripon, California, Sophia and Andrew from Lake Oswego, Oregon, Charlene and Raquel from Minneapolis, Jude and Ellis from Hamilton, Ontario, Josie, Adler and Davey from Norwalk, Iowa, Mile from Ottawa, Ontario, Petrus from Johannesburg, South Africa, Marshall from Vancouver, Sophia from Santa Fe, New Mexico, Josephine from Bellingham, Washington, Oscar and Ruby from Snohomish, Washington, Rafaela and Frederica from Victoria, Australia, Jason and Derek from Redwood City, California, Marshall from Anchorage, Alaska, Chloe from Ohio, Brooklyn from Falls Church, Virginia, Desmond from Tallahassee, Florida, Christian from Chicago, Joseph from Raleigh, Indiana, Ian from Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, Lawrence from Wisconsin, Carmen and James from Annapolis, Maryland, Declan from Lakeville, Minnesota, Liam and Violet from Boone, North Carolina, Anne from Juneau, Alaska, Laurel from Windsor Mill, Maryland, Isla from Melbourne, Australia, Finley from Bloomington, Minnesota, Camilla from Los Angeles, Opie from Lismore, Australia, Mackenzie and Ryan from Panama City, Florida, Elle and Ivy from Vancouver, Washington, Emma from New York, New York, Otto and Ada Jane from Seattle, Jacob and Catherine from Anchorage, Alaska, Joe Cooey from East Brunswick, New Jersey, Nathan from Woodbridge, Virginia, Lyndon from Missoula, Montana, Hannah from Whistler, British Columbia, Madeline from Seattle, Washington, Fisher from Toronto, Incy and Maheen from Chicago, Elliot and Xavier from Richfield, Minnesota, Maddie and Grant from Ferndale, Washington, Isaac from East Lansing, Michigan, Amelia, Violet, and Charlie from Linden, Washington, and Nora from Canberra, Australia. Praise.
We'll be back soon with more answers to your questions. Thanks for listening.